Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to I Am, the show where we choose, believe, and become who we want to be. I'm your host, Chelsea Lingerud, and today I will be talking about the disabled community and the importance of diversity. Today is a beautiful day to dive into an important topic, which for us means understanding more about disabilities. In this episode, I will be diving into the depth of the disability community, the history behind it, as well as diversity, equity, and inclusion within our world today. Before we get started, I first wanted to give a quick thank you to everyone who has showed support since my intro episode, people who have followed along, left reviews, a lot of feedback, a lot of new faces and friends. I just want to say thank you so much. Again, this has been a big interest of mine to pursue, so I really appreciate all of the feedback and I'm very excited to continue on this journey with all of you. So now to dive right into the topic for today, I just wanted to mention that many times, something that I've noticed personally, and many of you could probably relate to and identify with, is that many times when anything disability related is mentioned and brought up, it seems that a lot of hesitancy, skepticism, and discomfort is felt simply because of the lack of education behind it. So to put it simple, our world has not been educated on disabilities and the disability community. And this means that non-disabled individuals are commonly unaware of what it means to be disabled as well as the many social aspects that go along with this as well and it's understandable to an extent if someone is not experiencing something or can't identify a certain way for a certain lack of misunderstanding to be present however in the world that is ever so changing and more communities are coming together and more people outside of different identities and different groups are understanding each other more. It's only just a matter of time that people are able to educate themselves, to be more aware of the people around them, to create a sense of unity and connection within the world and the population to which we live in. And as we continue, my sole purpose within sharing this information and just discussing the lack of education within the world is simply to paint the picture to where our society is today and how we got to this point. And unfortunately, this lack of education that I'm referring to and bringing up is still greatly lacking in the world today and before any sort of change and growth moving forward can be accomplished it must first be met with acknowledgement 
Now I want to include that I do not want to bombard any of you all with a crazy amount of stats and history about this topic, so I decided to keep it short and mention the two facts that personally have stuck out to me within my education and research and that I found astonishing and very perspective changing for me personally. So first thing is that the disability community is the largest minority group in the world. I'll say it one more time. The disability community is the largest minority group in the world. Crazy, isn't it? (laughs) And I know that you might be taken back or need a second to rehear that. I understand. I'm with you. I felt the same way when I first heard it, but it is true. And if you are surprised, <laughs> you're not the only one. I myself, as a disabled individual within this minority group, was not aware of this statistic either. <laughs> and so it makes sense for others, both disabled or non-disabled, to be surprised as well. And when it comes down to it, it most likely comes at such a shock because of the fact that this is not commonly talked about. And while we hear about various minority groups and the challenges to which they face, we do not hear about the disabled community. And when you think about it, isn't that kind of odd (laughs) how... The largest minority group in the world is probably the least talked about. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that is why I am here today playing my part in sharing my experiences and what I know and what I have learned as well as to educate others around this topic as well. And now... As we go on to my second point that I wanted to mention, the disabled minority group is the only, the one and only minority group that anyone can become a part of at any point in their life. And now this is probably another, wait, what? (laughs) Moment for you hearing this and trust me, I know. And this one personally took me for a whirlwind simply because these types of things are not brought to the table and discussed. And it made me take a step back because I hadn't really thought about things like that in the world. I never had thought about how someone is or is not able to just become a part of a minority group. And again, it's because the discussion about the disabled community is wildly under-discussed. And as I had never even thought to view and think about certain things this way, it honestly does make sense why, which is because the society that most of us probably listening to this right now have been brought up in excluded 
anything disability related within discussions. We didn't talk about disabilities in schools. I haven't talked about it in my workplace and probably not even at our own dinner tables. So we're unaware because this is under discussed and that comes from a source of discomfort, as I mentioned again, that hesitancy or skepticism or discomfort just around the topic in general because it is not discussed. We cannot become comfortable or familiar with something if it is not present within our lives. We must change the dialogue of our discussions. If we're implementing change within our own lives, our own families, our own communities, then the lessons that we're learning and the education we're receiving and the information that we are becoming aware of, no matter how uncomfortable or growth-provoking and no matter how stretched we feel, it enables change. And it enables appropriate and needed change. And this can carry on over into our everyday lives, which can then influence others and how they think and view the world as well. Now, everything that I am discussing leads exactly to how disabled individuals are treated in the world today. All of the information that I have mentioned regarding the lack of education directly causes exclusion and discrimination towards the disabled community. Disabled individuals face a tremendous amount of exclusion and inequity due to the world not understanding them as people. Simply just being people who have wants and needs and desires just as everybody else. Disabled individuals are just like non-disabled individuals. And even though our world has unfortunately placed labels and stereotypes on almost everything and everyone nowadays, disabled individuals are just like you. And I include this and I'm taking time for it because it often gets forgotten and misunderstood that nearly everything a non-disabled person thinks, feels, and wants can stem true for a disabled person as well. The desire for a relationship wanting to find friends and community, wanting to be understood and seen and heard within society, just like anybody else. The list goes on, but the key factor that I am intending to get at is that no two individuals are too far different from each other. 
We all just want to be seen and understood and felt validated and for others to understand us and our wants and our needs. And most importantly, none of us, not one person, wants to feel excluded, wants to feel like they are separate from society and from other people, to feel as though they are different. Or even if they think and they know they are different, they don't want to feel bad for it. They don't want to feel separated or excluded or frowned upon and looked down upon because of their difference. They want their difference to be appreciated and pointed out in a positive light. Everybody at the end of the day just wants to feel good about themselves and the place that they are in their lives and they want to feel connected and unified within their community around them. The minute that we hear disability, it's as if our mind has been programmed to automatically subject this group towards the side. It's as if our minds subconsciously segregate these individuals and put them to a different group, labeling them as different, simply because our world has not taught us how to include, accept, and appreciate everyone. I, for one, to share my own experience, have faced a handful of exclusion and discrimination in my lifetime. I have been looked down upon by teachers, doctors, classmates, friends, and strangers on the street. I have received looks that no human being wants to receive. Looks that make you feel unwanted, undesired, (laughs) misunderstood, and as though you are not like the human that is looking at you. I have received comments that no child or no individual ever should be receiving, nor wants to receive, and I have been made to feel through a variety of experiences, restaurants, college experiences, at a store. There are just a variety of experiences and comments and remarks and second glances from all ages and all types of people that I have received simply because I look different and I don't look like them. And that is the depth and the reality of exclusion, the effect that it has on someone, (laughs) and the real, raw, authentic reality of what disabled individuals experience. And that's just my own experience. That's just from someone who has a visual impairment, that's a physical disability, that it's noticeable and people see and pick up on. But that does not stem true for other individuals. Other individuals with disabilities likely face different discriminations and 
experiences of exclusion, but to be able to have a handful of experience just for my own, just for visual differences within my eyes alone, stems true to exactly what I am saying that goes back to the lack of education, the misunderstanding, and the importance that people need to begin to do the work to understand all members of society. Not just some, not just a handful, not just picking and choosing who they want to understand. It is a dire need for all individuals of society to understand one another. And that's not to say to understand the depth of what someone goes through and their experiences and what that all means, but simply to understand that someone else is not too far from them. Now, you might be thinking, so what? How is this information helpful? What does it have to do with this podcast? Why are we talking about it? Well, for a variety of things, faulty actions stem directly from complete unawareness of an issue. So again, if people have been programmed to be unaware of disabled individuals, then their comfort will remain and lie within that until they become aware and understand things outside of what they comfortably and currently already know. And now this is exactly where a very fond concept of mine (laughs) comes into play, which is DEI, meaning diversity, equity, and inclusion. And while this may be an unfamiliar term to some, which it was for me as well before I learned it, the concept of DEI ultimately hones in on changing the stigmas on how differences are met within the world. And that is a very altered version of the meaning of this term. There are a lot of different variations and depths and meaning to it, but it really just encompasses a variety of things that all intend to make positive and intentional changes to how different individuals and groups are treated. And now, as I mentioned in my intro episode, this may be a convenient time to give some more background to myself and identify what I aim to do with my future. With my confusing degree combination that you might remember, I want to go into DEI in fashion, so diversity, equity, and inclusion in fashion. And I want to focus on accessible fashion, which means how to make fashion accessible while tying in all different types of people into one of the leading industries in the world. And while I started out as a fashion major and knew that I wanted to incorporate fashion into my future, I always knew that there was something more out there for me to get involved with. So as I continued taking disability and justice studies courses along with specific classes such as social aspects in fashion, and DEI in fashion, the light went off, (laughs) and I 
absolutely knew that this is what I am meant to do and this is what I really want to do. And I really have had such incredible opportunities to focus in on and learn about DEI and how to incorporate into every aspect of life, including outside of fashion as well. And so everything that I'm mentioning and the stats that I've brought up are all based off of the education that I have received from the courses that I've taken, the conversations I've had with classmates and professors and the coursework I have done. Everything that I have mentioned has really helped shape my understanding of disabilities and the disabled community outside of my own experiences all stem from my education itself. So as I'm closing out today, I just want to mention that if you felt that this episode spoke to you in any way or could potentially help others you know, I encourage you to share it with a friend or two so that this platform can continue to grow and help as many people as possible. And as I close out this second episode, it would mean so much to me if you would be able to continue to show some love for this developing podcast by leaving a review and subscribing to I Am. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor.fm, where you can follow along for upcoming episodes. Before we go, I want to thank you so much for taking the time and choosing to listen to I Am Podcast. I encourage you to stay tuned for the next episode where I'll be discussing mindsets and tips on how to remain positive throughout your journey. Remember to have a beautiful week and to choose love because at the end of the day, we are who we choose, believe, and become who we want to be. Take care.